pulls a large sexual device out of his pants. He tells the girl that he has a very large penis. With a very angry, very horny Alex Dinelli. Hey, Alex Dinelli. Oh shit, fucking yeah. So uh, you're in the news lately, Alex. Uh, what, what have you been up to? Fucking just, you know, one of the things I've been up to. Man. Just fucking little children. No, man, I'm not. This isn't Alex. Pedophiles, everybody. This isn't Alex Delaney. I don't even know the guy. I don't know his name. I can't say his last name. We got some good info on him recently. I don't know. I don't know the guy. I posted something about hoes online because you know people are shocked sometimes. They're like, "Hey, oh, and what?" He replied to it. Something about hoes. I think it was about me and hoes and my love of hoes or something. Dude, Rob was saying how he would fucking reply to his <laughs> fucking Instagram post as well. That was some National Geographic shit. Seeing a man get reduced down like that to his bare fucking compounds to, to catch a predator. Style fucking uh, exposés that 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 just like and this guy. So I'm at the fucking. We're at this show earlier, right? Oh, and we got a lot of good info on this fucking well, asshole. Hold on, by, hold by the on. way, Alex Dinelli, uh, he's some comic in uh, Ontario. Big uh, big bus talking to a 13 year old trying to meet one and then getting exposed but, on camera. Uh, and uh, a lot of people are heartbroken. Apparently, I didn't know the guy. You didn't know the guy either, but. Uh, what I say? There's fucking pedophiles everywhere, brah. Everywhere. Okay? Name of the show. It's gonna keep happening. Well, okay? this fucking Every, guy. As you go up the ladder, this guy, this fucking guy was an amateur comic nobody. He won some competition. Apparently, he was really funny from people that have seen him. Yeah, well, you know, clearly, listen, man. You know, there's things you don't come back from. Dude, I don't want to say who told me this. I don't even want to say who 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 said this, but uh, like I said, he won competitions. Uh, one of the comedy competitions out in whatever fucking hillbilly place, all this shit happens. Um, the guy that runs it was heartbroken. He said word for word, "It's like he died. There's no coming back from it. It's like you die." Yeah, no, it's a, it's it's one of those situations. And you know, I, I didn't find it entertaining. I I found it I found it bad and, and brutal to watch. Mm-hmm. It wasn't something that's entertaining. You don't... But at the same time, for me, it's like, dog, you know, that's that's my line, you know. You don't even uh, like people insulting each other. You want everyone to get along. Well, fuck, man. <laughs> you know, you get these motherfuckers nowadays, man. Everybody just beaks off, you know what I mean? And they're trying to make a living at it. Um, Who are the worst beakers, bro? The worst beakers are people... <laughs> The worst beakers are people with the smallest balls. Mm-hmm. That's what we call in Brantford growing up. We called those birds because they, they would just beak off at the mouth, flap off at the mouth. And, you know, they just fly away when it comes time to have your nutsack on the line. But, you know, we all, we're all cut from whatever cloth we think we're cut from. And then we get into real life and we figure out what it, what it really is. Mm-hmm. And once a lot of guys step into that puzzle, their brains retreat back to weakness and they go back into their little log, log cabin like owen benjamin yeah i was gonna say well he's not a bird he's like a vulture he he goes back into his cabin 
But listen, man, I don't. I kind of like him. I haven't. We paid, had a little I haven't paid attention to Owen Benjamin argument. that much. I was saying. Well, me neither. But my initial reaction, my gut reaction to this guy is he, he's getting attention just talking shit. Now, mm-hmm. in a way, you can say that about all comics. We all just talk shit. That's what we do. So I could be egregious and say, well, this guy talks the most shit. That guy talks the most shit. My problem is once is is with like non comics or like these guys who like and listen, man. Owen Benjamin is a comic. Milo, Milo Yannopoulos is, but I my problem with like I agree, Milo Yannopoulos is a, is an asshole. But I think the difference for me is uh, Owen speaks his truth and loses out on so much shit as a result, like gigs that he shouldn't have lost out, like Infowars. Okay, uh, just to speak what he thinks is, is true, what he sees other people doing wrong or saying uh, wrong or, or, or whatever. And he, you know, exaggerates and, he, you know, he's a stand-up comic. Emilianopoulos, though, he went on Joe Rogan, this asshole. Again, back to the name, all right? And he was uh, bragging about, uh, you know, all kinds of fucking Hollywood stories. And then he said, uh, oh, there, it, there was a weird one where, where the servers looked like they were underage, like they were like 12 or whatever. Uh, and um, Joe Rogan, obviously, obviously when you hear that, is like, Oh yeah, whose party? Where at? Where was this? And he was like, "No, I can't. I can't tell you because I'll get blacklisted." And like that is some bitch move. You're gonna talk shit, but then when it comes to like you said, laying your nuts on the line, you're not gonna fucking uh, you know make shit right. Who was that? Owen? That was Million Yannopoulos. Oh, well, yeah. With him, I mean, I see a guy like that. And again, this is capitalism, man. This is guys that just CNN. And they take the in. Vultures. I mean, as far as me, and this goes back to, okay, so you could debate on the ethics of things, right? And in today's world, you know, I don't judge people much on ethics. Mm -hmm. I judge people more based on results. Um, I've had to face hard challenges in my life. Still do. Mm -hmm. Still do. Went to the bar today, bought like how, I don't know how many wings. Tons of wings, smashed them, and, and, and you know. Try to get a, a number of a girl. Try to get a number of a girl. Is just dirt, While over top of your friend. It was dirtbag stuff, but I didn't do I don't think I did it right. I should have taken her aside and done it differently. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, trust the plan, man. But now whatever. You, now you learn. In my mind, it's like I might not be here again. Let's take a swing, but. You're going to be there Saturday. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I will. <laughs> but, uh, you know, these are things that. Um, Sorry, I probably should have said that. They don't really matter at the end of the day. Of course not. The uh, the glory of life. See, my whole thing at the stage I'm at is self improvement. You can call it self improvement. So that's why these people that are tearing each other down is kind of a negative. Because like I'm not trying to do that. And dude, I feel the same way. The young cucks. By the way, my name, love it. Um, you know, I gave it to them. And, uh, I mean, I'm pr- probably still going to run shows with that name. It's just going to be a weird, like, tie-in endorsement with the two of us. But uh, they're a bunch of fucking no-good uh, uh, beakers, for sure. And they're some of the best that I've seen. Liam Dugan, love the guy. Really funny. But hasn't stepped on stage in probably five years. You get stuff like that. I mean, I'm not going to say anything personally. I certainly wouldn't smack any of those guys around or get violent with any of those guys. But when you when you look at... Um, but it's getting there, though. No, not really. I mean... If they keep beaking off, 
at the wrong person, maybe it's time. I see dudes like that, and I'm just like, you know, if I'm going to spend quality time with them, maybe not on account of like, I, I don't know, from my perspective, I just see it like when you come to comedy, you know, different people have different modes of thinking in the comedy game, and what's important to me might not be what's important <coughs> to you, but when I see a certain brand of like comics, I look at it and I go, well, are you even comics? But uh, hey, I just try to compartmentalize everything into little groups. And uh, for me, if I see individuals that can't take the fucking, you know, then again, I'm not going to hate on those guys, you know? The young cucks aren't oh, really. Come my, on, I want to no. do some pro wrestling fucking shenanigans here. I want to start a little buzz. A little buzz. I don't really Why do have... you think this episode is called Alex Dinnelly? Okay? I am a whore for listens. Send it out. I'm saying important shit. And if I have to do a little bit of clickbait from time to time, you know, that's my prerogative. Like you said, I'm above ethics. I'm above morality. I'm looking at results. Okay? Quantifiable results. This is what we're talking about with burpees, right? You count your burpees. Okay? Don't cut corners. Because... It's all about quantifiable results. Okay, you want to know my honest opinion? Okay, because I was trying to be nice and be civil. Okay. Go to war. My honest opinion of these guys is they can't take the heat. Comedy. They can't take the comedy heat. So they stay out of the kitchen and they just run their beaks and talk about guys that are successful. Well, Mitchell has done more shows of us <laughs> than us uh, since, you know, the lockdown. Okay. That's fine. So, but <clears throat> from my perspective, man, <clears throat> I've I've been around these guys. I know some of these guys. Well, by the way, fragile, you, fragile guys. I should I should I should add by the way, not to uh, go against your point. That's totally right about Matt Baxter and Liam. But you know, Mitchell, say what you will about him. He's a good boy, funny or not. Uh, but he does grind like a motherfucker. He does uh, the most shows out of anyone in Toronto. And everyone asks, how does a dude do this for five, year, five years and show no improvement? I get that so much from people. I'm like, I don't know, dude. Mitchell's, you know, on his own path. It's part of the plan. Yeah. By the way, that, that, that probably sounds so mean to the regular people, but Mitchell has said worse, believe me, about me. But listen, man. But that's, it's all co comedy, bro. That's what I'm trying to say. That's what I'm trying to uh, get through to you, like... There's some people that are okay with beaking because they know, you know what, it could be worse. Well, I it see it. It's, it's like they're trying to be like New York comics and stuff like that, right? Right. Because like, the New York comedy scene. Yeah, like Howard Stern. Uh, where it's like, and, uh, yo, pull no punches, man. We're like, you know, but then you look at. Super these, rude, you know. Yeah, yeah, you look at these guys and it's like, okay, pull no punches. Okay, maybe you guys like. I. I just, I just feel like, I don't know, man. Is it good? Is it quality? Is it quality to sit there? And, and I mean, and, and that's how I feel about, <laughs> and that's how I, that's how I feel uh, about a lot of guys. That's so funny. Is it quality to just sit there and fucking just beak off about like. 
and not do stand up and not do stand up yeah, i mean is that is that how you want to live your life i mean yeah well that's why uh, the young cucks doesn't have uh, as many views as this lovely show i mean it shows it shows man yeah. these guys these guys aren't doing comedy yeah. it shows they're scared of the kitchen dude and i got, then when they step I had like in a the thousand kitchen, on soundcloud before i don't they even took it down. i don't even hang out with these guys and 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 you'll ask sometimes still why don't you hang out with those guys and i go well i don't hang around those guys cuz i value well for one, I value my time. These, these, you can't trust these fucking weasels. Mm-hmm. Look, look, put it this way, dude. I, know, tur- I turn down opportunities to hang out with these guys. You look at these guys. I see these guys like, <laughs> yo, no, I'm not, not even kidding though. These are the type of guys who, who. Right, I'll let, I'll let you finish your thought, and then I'll fucking out there. These are the type of guys that just fucking. You know, every every everybody's got like everybody's just a mess, and everybody's just a degenerate. Yeah. And if you're not careful, you'll just get sucked into their world. You know what I mean? See, we agree on so much. For me, the reason why I don't spend as much time as uh, I could with those dudes—they're funny, they're hilarious. I love the insult comedy. It's not good for my mental health. I don't want people fucking relapsing around me and just like tearing me uh, apart all fucking day. You know, I, I need to spend time building myself up. And that's what you learn fucking growing up. And, uh, you know, I wish uh, the best for them. You know, I wonder how they're going to take this. This fucking this is this is the equivalent of a diss track <laughs> in fucking 2020 podcast era. OK. This would be like a fucking ice cube. Hey, man, if you're if you're the real deal, you're the real deal. I shouldn't have to say it on a podcast. I think anybody with any sense just yeah. fucking knows it. I don't even like bragging, you know what I mean? Because, yeah. listen, the reason I don't like bragging is because... It, it, to me, this is all like a great elaborate advertisement for uh, the Young Cucks. I'm on it a little bit, a couple episodes. Yeah. Go ahead. No, I don't even like bragging because, you know, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm Dylan Scott. Dude, I'll do the bragging for you. This motherfucker does like 500 burpees a day. You got nothing on him. Right? Yeah, it's not that he, he's going to be able to take on all fucking four or three of those assholes at the same time. I'm not worried about anything like that, you know. By the way, even with machetes and whatever else I know those assholes have. No, those guys aren't that bad. They're not that bad, but... Uh, all right. <laughs> at the end of the day, maybe maybe one day I'll come around and be like, hey, I'll hang out with those guys, but I don't think... I I've think you will. With, I think it'll be funny. I don't think I've hung out with those guys. I, I think I just got you a little bit extra drug. And uh, I just like the fucking trash talk. And I needed to do an episode uh, so I could call it Alex Dinnerly. It Literally, all of this is revolving around uh, that. Has anything new really fucking happened? Kamala Harris is VP for Biden. Do you care about that? Well, realistically, I'm looking at, at the whole Kamala Harris yeah. situation. She's another one of these fucking people, right, where they're just sociopaths. You know what I mean? Like, okay, so I was going to get to this earlier. Dude, the fact checkers are out full force defending her. I was going to get to this earlier where people get in these little cult groups. They're fact checking memes as if that's what she said, quote, unquote, uh, word for word. It's just like no one said that. But, you know, they're jumping to it as if that's what's really uh, going on. It's really strange. And then as a result, obviously, you get that weird cover on the image saying this is fact check. Please see why. You know what I mean? It's just like, and I did. I'm like, this is, has nothing to do with it. And there was another fact check like that earlier for something where it was just like, 
com- completely irrelevant. Oh, the Disney uh, changing fucking um, uh, Lilo, Lilo and Stitch, uh, the, the original DVD. They, they made a statement and everything uh, uh, addressing this. Um, where she climbs into a dryer instead it was a fucking uh, uh, pizza box that she comes out and then the, the girl comes and like fucking puts her in a bag as if kidnapping her right and everyone's like why why a pizza box and then Disney statement was like well we don't want people kids to think going to the dryer is safe and everything like that and they're like fact check they did it because a dryer is unsafe it's like we know you fucking retarded fact checkers we know okay why did they change it to a pizza fucking box for a little girl to climb out of, okay? Disney shouldn't be doing that with all the other weird allegations and shit uh, going uh, on, especially with children's shows. Just like, please. Anything that does with ch- uh, deals with children is coming more and more in question, right? Laura Silsby and the f- whole fucking Haiti thing and then becoming a, uh, some fucking engineer, employee, whatever, for Amber Alert. It's like, come on. What more do you fucking need? These assholes, they're all fucking know, related. Man. From my From my perspective, it's like, you know, I went into a little fucking pedophile's rant. I, I need a little fucking remix and soundboard. There's like shit where it's like, at the end of the day, everybody's different. Not a, you're not gonna ever have a world of good people. You're gonna always have some people that are bad. You're gonna have some people that are good. There's gonna have some people that you like. There's gonna have some people. You're gonna have some people you don't like. But pedophilia, man. You, know, <laughs> you just get smacked around for that. You get killed for that. That's just that's just the lowest of the low shit because you, it's a child, right? So yeah. Any any time you have pedophilia in the picture, it needs. It, it's one you of know those what's things, funny? Like that has to even be it said. It needs to be. It needs to be eliminated fully. It's not like if people see this stuff and they're like, "Yeah, let it linger." You know, we'll just kind of be lax. Don't be lax. You want every last pedophile out of office, every one of them. It's a disease. It's something that you can't have in the moral conscience of a leader. Yeah. And people talk about leadership, and you can debate ethics, Machiavellian shit, whatever. I'm, I'm one of the few people that is... All uh, that shit. And, 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 but hold on, hold on. Right. You, you, can, you can sit there and you can debate ethics, and well, when it's course. time to crack an egg, and when it's time to break someone's neck. There's a time and place... But there's never a time to fuck with a kid. You of know course. what I mean? So of that's course. the thing. I'm you the can only justify one. justify some evil. I, there's a lot of evil that's justified. Some of the shit I'm going to do to people mm-hmm. is going to be bad. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Well, this unwarranted just, attack towards will. the young cucks is very morally ambiguous. I don't know. I don't really give a fuck about the young cucks, to be honest. <laughs> I wouldn't lose two hours sleep over anything the young cucks fucking do. Oh, shit. Every second Cage I, match with Matt Baxter? Every second that I would, spend... Would you, would you fight Matt Baxter in a cage no, match? No, I, I wouldn't. Fully fully legal nah, be, bets on you it. You don't want to know why I wouldn't hang around those guys? I'm not asking you to hang around with them. I'm asking you to kick fu- his ass. Because I'm fucking happy and I don't want to be unhappy. Well, that's what I meant by the mental it's, health. It's, I, I, don't, yeah. I don't know those guys. I don't even want to know them. Mm. I don't. I, I don't. Mm-hmm. I don't like their kind. I saw Che. Che. Okay, listen. That's a different story. Let's hear it. Let's hear that's it. <laughs> Let's hear it. Let's hear all the stories. Listen, man. These guys worship people. They put pussy on a pedestal, and they think a comics are the coolest thing in the world. Mm-hmm. They think comics are cooler than the other side of the pillow, and that's why these guys want to be New York comics more than they want to fucking tug each other off mm-hmm. in the bathroom in between podcasts. Listen. 
it's not all about fucking sunshine and rainbows. These guys think they have one foot in and one foot out of the comedy game, and they want to be fucking New York comics. Listen, we're the asshat of fucking New York here in Toronto. It's true, man. It's not New York City. It's true. Stop pretending. Stop trying to... But then again, they might be more bigger comedy fans than me. But I I don't know. Probably I just see those dudes... Which, by the way, is not a knock because I'm I'm not a big comedy fan. I see those dudes. I just don't see them as relevant. And when when someone says, hey, Dill, do you want to spend your quality time with those motherfuckers? I go, ah, whatever. I don't really give a fuck at the end of the day. But uh, if push came to shove, I'd probably say negative. (laughs) That's fair. I'm not asking you. They want to hang out with you. They want you to do the uh, show. They want... Matt wants you to uh, squash the beef. I don't want. I don't want to talk to Matt Baxter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's not like I'm holding on to any grudges or anything. I don't want to hold on to anything. Well, I think we've talked about him enough for him to like actually want to listen. So we got a viewer right there, bro. Props. See, this is this is what marketing and advertising is all about. This is why New York is so successful, and everyone wants to fucking copy them. It's because they have fucking Howard Stern and uh, Opie and Anthony. They had at least those two, and uh, fucking became household names. Even if you didn't like that shit, everyone's like, "Oh yeah, shock jocks." Oh yeah, New York, it's rude. You know what I mean? And it's just like they they got really good at that. They filled in a niche and really fucking drove it down home. That even people, you know, hundreds of kilometers away, um, you know, want to fucking copy that. And that, you know, that's like Genghis Khan shit in a weird way. it's stupid because it's short-lived. So it's like, Mm -hmm. it's like, it's not monkey see, monkey do. That's not life. Mm -hmm. You know, these people, you have your own platform. Stop trying to be somebody else. You know? Oh, I know. It's like these people laying low. What are you waiting for? You know Mm -hmm. what I mean? Waiting for comedy to change. Listen. I'm not a doctor. I'm not going to prescribe anybody with any fucking right. <clears throat> mental conditions. Right. But I can say that uh, that that there are... Dude, I've met so many people in my life. And you know how many people I think are legitimate, like, performers? Like... I hope I am. There's a few that get my attention... That I thought was going to be, like, and my excitement was going up. And there was a few people I knew. I was like, yeah, I think these people are going to be performers. And then it just fell like a fucking roller coaster to the ground. And all those hopes and ambitions you have for people, they all flatline. And and uh, mm-hmm. these people aren't going to pay mortgages with comedy. They're not going to fucking pay for a bachelor's apartment. They're not championing anything. So <laughs> you are fucking coming off as a fighter right now, like a pregame fucking smack talk. Yeah, it's no, like oh, they're 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 nothing to me. I'm bored uh, of them. They're, they're fucking I'm working. I'm bored hard. of them, and I haven't even listened to them. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, and and believe you me, you know when push comes to shove, they'll doctor up some kind of fucking stupid ass excuse. Yeah, for why they're not getting after it. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And they'll sit there and they'll put it and blame it on someone else. Right. You know what I mean? Or something else. Yeah, so, so you know, I don't have time for their boring ass shit. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? 
It's the same played out fucking routine. Ooh, I'm a degenerate trying to be already Lang. Look, I'll, I'll give you this, dude. You know, like you said earlier, one foot in that door, one foot in, uh, in another. Um, it doesn't take that much to do an open mic. You're already there. Sometimes they're already there and they don't want to do it. It's like, what the fuck? Mitchell's good. Mitchell always does everything. That'll, that'll get, he fucking hustles really, really hard. And like, if you had that kind of hustle, you'd be very happy with yourself. If I had that kind of hustle on getting shows and booking myself, you know, I'd be very happy with myself, you know? He does a, a good job there. There's something to learn there. He's a very cute, likable boy. No, I, I don't blame people for, you know, giving him one shot. Not people are giving him more than one shot. He's a good boy. In fact, he's not even too much insult comedy. He's just, you know, in his own world. Really. I think that's, I think that's the most polite way of saying what's wrong with Mitchell. Fucking crybaby. He's he's in his own world. He's a fucking crybaby. When things don't go his way, he fucking curls up in a corner. And pisses himself. And pisses his <laughs> fucking pants. Yeah. Like a little fucking wussy, gay little fucking crybaby. Uh, are you talking about him doing uh, Danger Room? He loiters in the comedy scene. <laughs> oh, that is a great fucking description. Yeah, that, that's exactly what he does. But he he, he does goes it well. up on stage. He does and it well. Eats turd sandwiches for seven years. <laughs> I've seen him kill once or twice in the three years I've been. Dude, that kid's a fucking daisy. <laughs> I love this. Do you need more alcohol? I want you to say more mean things about them. By the way, take that kid's shirt off. Do you know what you. By the way, they were nothing but nice to me today at the show. So I just want to say, I this is coming from pure evil in my heart. Am I splitting hairs here? When I say that kid looks like a gay teenager. Yeah, and I think he's gonna look like that for the next thirty years. Looks like he listens to Good Charlotte. Dude, you don't know. Mitchell's like 40 now. He's been in comedy for like 20 years. People don't know. He just Maybe he's just a name. spy. I think he's a vampire. Yeah. I think he's the actual head. I think I got the wrong guy. I don't think it's Joel Buxton. I think it's Mitchell. He's the head vampire. I was thinking like, if if you were going to control the like uh, fucking world government, like control everything, right? Just high level, multi-dimension. Wouldn't you want to be Alex Jones? If you were the head lizard that's manipulating everything, wouldn't you want to be the head, like, anti-fucking-government like, uh, conspiracy guy? Don't you, th don't you think there's a very good possibility that fucking Alex Jones is, like, this mastermind wizard fucking uh, reptile vampire? And the reason why I bring it up is Mitchell is probably that for the Toronto stand-up comedy. I think he's been around forever. Because, like, everyone I talked to, I was like, oh, I started comedy. Oh, yeah, Mitchell's already been doing, like, seven years when I started. I was like, what? I don't remember that. I thought he was doing it for, like, four years. It's just, like, you hear weird little things like that. And you're like, okay. Maybe maybe there's something more to this. That's the next takedown, by the way. Mitchell Alvis. It's no. coming. <laughs> I have things saved. Dude, this is... I have his dick, uh, dick pic saved. Listen, man. Dimitri gets me on here drunk. He knows I'm going to go off on these <laughs> yes, because yeah. it's a fucking shark. 
He knows that I'm a shark and I'm an infest. I'm infested in fucking little fucking. I, I was hearing you talk earlier. You're going after everybody. It was just like it was so fascinating. I was like, I gotta get this guy in mic right okay, now. Okay, this guy. This guy knows I'm a shark, and there's little beta fish running around. Yeah, of course you're gonna go after them. Well, fuck, man. It's like I'd be lazy not to. You see these guys. I don't know, man. Listen, Dimitri. Had me, and I just said, fuck it, it'll take advantage of the moment. Let's do this. Yeah, of course. You know, you're as much of a fucking attention whore as any one of us. That's what stand-up comedy is all about. You know what I mean? You're like, oh, I get to talk to, who knows, maybe 20 people online. They'll hear it. Sign me up. You know, I don't blame you. And you know what? People actually, some people love you. Some people really love you. You have no idea. Some people think you're a fucking... Genius, wise man, like fucking so much wisdom. I get that. People tell me, I'm like, yo, God bless. Uh, that is uh, that is really good to I, hear. I, you know, I try not to get caught up in it because, like, that's what I think. Like, there was one episode we did when only got only got five listens. Still, like, I don't know, probably ten at this point, less than that. And I was like, why? I think it was the uh, Mio Mato Masushi fucking review. You know, going through his fucking list and his philosophy and his kill count and everything, right? The fucking, the master, I was going to yeah. say Jedi, but Sabrai, okay? Yeah. Um, and I was like, that was a sick uh, episode. Then more, uh, later episodes got more, but I was like, yo, wow, people need to listen to Dylan. Dylan, Dylan brings wisdom. You're well-read. You're fucking well-read as fuck. Probably even more so than me. I mean, if you take out the bullshit textbooks and shit, then yeah, definitely. Learning that there's one behind you there in my little box. It's like a thousand five hundred pages, hardcover, fucking uh, about neuroanatomy, literally everything. And it's just like, you know, what am I supposed to remember all that? Oh yeah, little fucking chemical doodads while running around. Sure, that's exactly how everything works. Thank you. Well, I don't know, like man. Like, I don't like to identify too much. If I was to say, oh, I'm some wise guy, I don't really think so much like that. Mm -hmm. I I think, you see, there's a reason why I separate myself from certain groups of people. I see patterns, dog. It's like, you know when you play a video game? Like, so, say, for instance, I'm playing Battlefield, right? Mm -hmm. and, and you just start to recognize patterns. Like, I'll say, okay... I have a few heavy weapons, right? Mm -hmm. I assume, I'm making an assumption, right? That in that building there might be some guys and I'm gonna fire a large explosive, which is gonna cause some people to move around in mm -hmm. that building. When they move around, it'll cause me to see them. When I see them, I will kill them. So. What happens is you recognize patterns. I've gotten like that with people where it's like, I see individuals and when, when I see the chance, um, you I'll just, I'll just take them out because it's like in my head, it's like, listen, I'm not doing it to be egregious or doing it to be bad, but I know some of these people, and what I'm saying is I've seen the patterns, and what I, I'm not going to generalize and say some of these people. I just mean some of these guys. 
I've lived in Toronto. I met a lot of guys in and around the comedy game. I've seen the guys that succeed. I've seen the guys that don't. I've looked at my own patterns. Most important. Mm -hmm. Most important. Looking at my own patterns. Recognizing those. And, uh, you know, creating a situation where I'm living the way I want to live. My main message has always been pretty simple in the sense of you as an individual matters more than anything else. So you'll see me, I'm friends with Dimitri, I'm friends with, you know. The Young Cucks? Well, I don't know. Used to be friends. We're okay. I mean, probably, you guys I say we're friends, but then again, it's easy to be friends with someone when you're not around them. You know what I mean? If I was around those guys, I don't know. It might be a different story, but I, I don't know. I, I, I honestly, I'm not mad at those guys or anything. I'm just no, fucking I, around mostly. I know. I know. I'm just playing around, but... Um, I think more people love you than you than you think. Yeah. I would even wager... No, I'm not going to say this. Yeah, never mind. I'm just fucking around. What a tease. And, I, and I, don't, I don't need the validation as far as people liking me, you know. Uh... But I always, I always thought it was more important to disassociate at times and, and be misunderstood. Um, that's that's important, man. You'll see me. I disagree with everybody I, I know and like. We, I, yeah. I have disagreements with everybody. You, you don't, you won't see me ever just in total alignment with everybody with anyone. Yeah, else. you you don't you don't have anything in common with them. It's not like you do coke. Yeah. Nah, man. It, for me. I just don't. I just don't like the crowd, of. Uh, I don't know. I I like Dylan. I I honestly, I I like to do my own thing. Yeah. I feel as though uh, I know what I'm doing. Of course. And when push comes to shove, it's like, I don't have hate in my heart towards anybody. I see myself. I know you don't. Not. That's why it was so funny. I I see myself as more like. I don't see myself as like a mean person per se. Like it's the fire water. I see myself more as just like a strong person where it's like if you Dude, why do you think I had to be there? If you want me to, I can I can really I can really hurt I can really do some stuff if you give me the space unless you're gonna kill me or like put me in a cage. Mm. If I really needed to, I, I could do what I needed to do to 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 make somebody not a problem, I think. But Oh yeah. But, and I mean, you're getting better and better at that. But I mean, if if I um, I see those gains, buddy. I know, <coughs> I know it's a little homoerotic, but I see those gains. You're putting on the uh, definition, the the muscle mass. Oh, you know what, man? I am as well. People people have been uh, noticing. When it comes down to like something like uh, training and, and, oh, and yeah, things buddy. like that, I mean, I I have a whole philosophy that goes behind kind of how I live. There's a reason why I'm. I live the way I live. Uh, everything that I do, uh, I know what I'm doing, or at least I think I do in that moment. And uh, when when I kind of got into quarantine, what happened was I didn't get arrogant, but I definitely got more confident in myself mm -hmm. where I was way more comfortable not just going along with other people. I was more comfortable showing up with my ball sack and just saying, you know, here's how I sound. Here's what I am. Here's Dylan Scott, and 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 I was really proud of that, uh, on account of just like realizing that that that's that that's the way that's the way I am, you know, and and 
I'm, I'm, I guess you could say I'm probably introverted. You get people like who try to hold things against me. I've had so many enemies ranging back from when I was in Brantford. People that wanted my head fucking off. I was in so many fights, fist fights, taking people out. Dude, know, I love that. people out. The patchy warrior. Have I used that one yet? I've been fucking, I've been knocked around, dropped on my head, had my nuts grabbed, I've been bitten. I've been mm. in all kinds of situations. I've had some of that. Um, so I've seen all, I've seen all kinds of people. I got dropped in your head and like, uh, till you were bleeding. Uh, just, just, just stuff happened in okay. fights, just getting thrown around, beat up. I've won, I've lost. I have older brothers. Mm. Um, I've seen a lot of life, man, for a guy who's like 28, turned 28. It. I've seen a lot of life. So that's what I mean about pattern recognition. If I say, I don't want to hang around you in my head, it's cause I already know what I've already know. I've made my mind up and. And uh, I can be really stubborn when it comes to that stuff because I like me uh, in the sense that I, I value my time a lot. I like mm -hmm. I like to make sure that. See, I I would have to have like an actual negative relationship with a guy before I'm like oh, I won't hang yeah, out. Yeah, see, that that's guy. the difference, right? When you when you've lived the kind of life I have, you don't need to spend the time with somebody to know whether you want to spend time with them. Mm -hmm. It's like. And people are like, maybe you're not open-minded. And that is one of the criticisms mm -hmm. I have of myself where I kind of laugh about it. Just how closed off I can really be. Yeah. Literally, like, if there's one yeah, well, thing... Yeah, there's always usually a point, like, picking up drugs or doing, um, you know, the Young Cucks or even this podcast uh, back in the day. Still, you know, a couple of recent episodes ago. I can be pretty closed off because I, I, I can just yeah. get into my own world. It's like, oh, I have a training, something mm -hmm. I want to do, I want to train, I want to yeah, do dude, something. Yeah, dude, I've had nearly complete strangers on this podcast. Like, I, yeah. I've seen, I've had po uh, uh, comedians on that I've seen a couple times, but we never really, you know, talked outside of that. And it was nice to actually have, like, a experience like that. And I, yeah, I don't mind that. That's and, one of the things. It's like, you know, I kind of tend to mind my own business. But the main thing is, is and this is what I hope about comedy and this is what I hope about myself over time because <clears throat> truly I'm at the point in my life and I know I was talking shit about those comics just kind of playing. Yeah, I know. It was funny. Truly, I'm at the point in my life though where I would rather be a person of principle than... an action. Yeah, action, of course. You know, uh, people people who see me, they know, they, I th you know, I listen. That's a man of time action. Time will tell. That's B-Rabbit. Time will tell. You know what I mean? We'll That's leave, squills. We'll leave that to time. But uh, no, at the end of the day, uh, at this point, yeah, I, I see it as important to have principles. Uh, I think it's important to do what's right. Mm -hmm. And I think that that might be, that's pro to me, a lot of, that's more important than success. Mm -hmm. And I can truly say that right now. And I'm not going to rub that in people's face like, oh, Dylan's enlightened or Dylan, because I don't feel like like that in the sense like, oh, I'm enlightened now. I know better than the next guy. But no, it, I just by my own well, general, here's the thing. You've been by working my own hard. general principles, you've been working hard. They're important to me, mm -hmm. you know, and that and I think that's all that matters. I think if you're principled, you think that what you're doing is generally good enough. You have to make hard decisions. There's going to be bad things that happen. Well, we touched on this. But all things considered, podcast, I think yes. that I'm trying to do more of what's uh, what is good. Mm -hmm. What is what is actually good. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, we, we talked about it. How uh, uh, or meaningful? You've been be you've been stepping up so much 
that self-improvement that at a certain point, you know, uh, the opposite of that, seeing these people revel in degeneracy and relapsing and drugs and, well, not, like I not, said, and laziness. <clears throat> That, that, that would rub you such in such a wrong way, and I get it. It's like, a, like I, w- yeah. I would be surprised if you so, did it. If you like, and yeah, I'm I still glad, like that. And I'm super glad you get it, you yeah, know, because I could sit here and just talk shit and have a lot of people not really get why, mm-hmm. you know? So it's like, okay, so I could sit here and be egregious and call these guys names and say, fuck these guys. Mm-hmm. But when you say, well, Dylan, you're this way, they might not be. But then again, here, here's how that comes See, off. But, but Listen to me. Because they're insult comedy uh, guys, yeah. they would almost prefer you do what I'm, I'm goading you into doing, it, which is to insult them and say fuck you and all that. Because they, they would laugh to that. But they would prefer not to think about everything else you're saying. It would, they'll probably just be like... But here's animals. the thing, though, is I'm not an insult comic. I don't claim to be. Mm-hmm. In fact, if, if you see me trying to insult people, you, it'll probably come off weird and contrived. Mm-hmm. Uh realistically i'm a guy who you know uses his fists well no i think i think the way you put it was good but then again then again here's how i don't want to be i don't want to be like oh dylan's got his shit together he doesn't hang around these assholes it's a personal vibe thing that's all it is it's me looking at him and going ah it's a personal vibe thing it's not like i'm holding on to a grudge you know i just want to move on and just and just live my life based on how would no, you I feel about yourself, kind of come f- full circle here, if you were boys, like in the in the instance of the two comics that we talked about, I think I mentioned the story or both, if you were boys with Alex Dinnelly, like you've hung out with him several times, you've done shows uh, in his town, he's always there, you always chat and, and, and have a beer, or you, you're always at his club because you run a show there, right? Yeah. Uh, and you, you, you know, you thought you, you know, he was a nice guy, or whatever. Sure. Um, and then this comes out. How would you feel about your judgment, your ability to, uh, you know, see that in people? Well, I feel good about my judgment, you know, and the reason I feel good, and this goes back to what we were talking about, pattern recognition, why it's not like a beef or anything. You know, you probably wouldn't even be friends with the guy to begin with. No, I wouldn't have. I wouldn't have because Dude, I, I think see, he was like a weird Antifa here, guy, half head shaven and shit. And here's the thing, and here's the thing that I know deep down, and you were talking about that, and I think you worded it better than I can drunk, about kind of the way how I don't vibe with certain people. Mm-hmm. That's the best way I can put it right now, drunk in my dumb fucking drunken head right now. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. You put it better than me when you said it earlier. Yeah, yeah, no, I, but I remember. here's my drunken thoughts, is I don't vibe well with certain people, but I can give you examples, for instance, times I've been around comics. Mm-hmm. Me and Dimitri, how long have you been in the game? Like four years now. Yeah, I've been doing comedy a while, like multitude of years, okay? Mm-hmm. I've been in rooms with comics where what's okay and normal to them rubs me the wrong way. And this is because what I would consider myself maybe is a little bit conscientious, o- overly conscientious to where it can actually affect me negatively. But mm-hmm. So when I'm in situations... Mm-hmm. And I see some guy and he's with some dirty whore of a girl and they're doing blow and mm-hmm. to them it's a normal weekend. To me, I look at it and I see something that worries me. And this is where people say... That, haven't you done something similar? No, but I, people don't know how good I am it, at it, drugs. In and, a park? And fucking... With and, a mill? And hookers and all this stuff. Man, 
when I do stuff, it's not that I do it morally better. I'm not a better guy. I just like my style. <laughs> right? So we're talking about how I just don't vibe with certain people's style. Right. I think there's a classy way to do coke. I think there's a classy way to hang out. I think there's yeah. a classy way to bang hoes. Yeah. You know? I think there's just my way. And mm. I like my way. Yeah. I really do. I like being Dylan a lot, but I don't like to enforce it. Dude, I love your way. Your way is awesome, dude. But uh, yeah, more people need to think like that. More, more people need to fucking. But when I think see in some general. shit and, and it just kind of has a bad vibe, see, I've 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 wasted months of relationships with people, right? So I've been through a lot of life, man. Like, mm-hmm. you know, I've 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 been through breakups, relationships. You know, I lived in Toronto for three over three years now. I was homeless for a portion of that. Different same. apartments, different same. roommates, different girlfriends, fun mm-hmm, buddies, hookers that I was sleeping with for yep. free. These were situations. Not the hookers part. I did I did uh, use one hooker in university. So but. all these situations, you learn people and you start, your judgments get faster, right? That's, yes. that's the point. If I could say anything about this and move forward from it, so I'm not staying on it forever. Yes. Is your judgments kind of get faster. You don't need to spend a lot of time with somebody to make an assessment. Well, I think and it's I'll a, just kind of leave it at that because I feel like I, I, I like bringing it up. I like questioning you about that because it goes to show you that what we're talking about here isn't coming from like fucking uh la la land like we didn't fucking meet and experience different people and just understand like i moved all around ontario yeah throughout my uh childhood and life in general so you we would consider would, yourself I, at this point a Sudbury pretty good four judge years. Of character right yeah pretty good yeah i'd say pretty good yeah but i would even say that in a lot of ways you're better than me you know judge of uh, character sure but in other ways as well and uh, I think, uh, you know, it's valuable to, you know, listen to uh, your advice because I get the same vibe from those people and, you know, people in general uh, where it, it is a waste. Oh, okay, it is a waste so, of your time. It is a waste of your mental health. Okay. So waste really your mental health. So instead of just keep going back and being one of the guys that talk shit and picks at old scabs and mm-hmm. instead of allowing things to blow over and moving on with the times. How about we move on to the times and find some resolution in this? Okay, so what does this mean? I wanted to bring this up and I forgot when we were talking about the uh, fucking pedophiles that are in the world. I'm the only one that is offering a solution in this. Uh, you know, you were saying line them up and kill them. Yeah, we could do that. But the source of this isn't a gene. It isn't something material. It's from a fucking alternate dimension. The real root source of the higher levels of the okay, evil. Okay, and we okay. can get into that. And so if we need to, if you want to eradicate it, yeah. we need to eradicate the source that's fucking coming into this fucking whatever it is and, and doing this shit. But hold on, we'll get to that right after I make this quick point. We will, about, we'll quickly get to that. About your <laughs> Such an elaborate fucking, you know, all-encompassing thing. No, we'll get to that though. I want to talk about that yes. seriously. But uh, the point I'm making right now about your personal life is qualify people. Mm-hmm. And be someone who's valuable and not just available. Mm. Meaning, have a life, people. You know, we've met, we've all met guys that go out to the club. They button up their shirt and they think they have game and they talk to girls. Mm-hmm. Do they have a life of substance? So I'll leave that like that. Um, and what I mean by qualify, people figure it out. Uh, but yeah, so you're talking about the essence of evil, and this is something that scares a lot of people and i've heard a lot of people dispute the existence of evil and this is where 
I'm going to go ahead and say yes, evil exists. Um, I also think good exists too. That's um, the thing, trust the plan. I think that... I think that... It's... Once you start getting into territories of... There is a vibrational quality of evil that could possibly transcend this dimension of the physical realm. Meaning, whatever this evil is could be coming from somewhere non-local. Mm -hmm. That's what I'm saying. Whether alien, whether something in the subconscious, but some actual force separate from... An alternate timeline. Yet within the individual. Yeah. Now this subject fascinates me because... Alternate uh, simulation. The only simulation. way I could describe a pedophile is evil. Okay, mm -hmm. is it because I'm drunk? I don't think so, dude. There's, there's so I many think you could. I think you could put me on any drug, and the only way I could describe a pedophile, someone who would take an innocent child. Well, look at this abortion. It makes me so mad to think about because it's an it's it's it, it makes me so angry that someone would do that. Yeah, you know? they target the kids because the innocence, the whole that whole thing is Be, is because, big. Because no, it's the power. It tells me that as a man, you are so small. You can't. It, you you you. To me, you're subhuman. Mm -hmm. I, you're subhuman. Mm -hmm. So this is where people and pedophiles are like, yeah, Dill, you might say some nasty. No, I, I don't. Saying. I don't say nasty things about pedophiles. I take them out back and I shoot them. Mm -hmm. I take them out back and I shoot them. Damn, I believe it. Yeah, no, this isn't a joke to me, man. You know. If you touch on that shit, you're subhuman to me. Mm -hmm. I'm going I'm, I'm to fuck you up if I find out you're around me. Mm -hmm. You're around me. I'm going to take something heavy. I'm going to hit you over the head with it a bunch of times. You know what I'm saying? That's wild. Straight up. I'm going to fuck you up. I believe it. Especially with the fire water in you. But that's just... That's instinct. That's instinct. Mm-hmm. Well, that comes from somewhere deep in any, and it should be in any man. Dude, it's an umbrella of actions. Check out this. Abortionist, old abortionist dies. They clear out his house. They find boxes of hundreds of, uh, you know, dried old uh, fetuses. Uh, in, in some cases, like a thousand. Um, that's happened several times uh, over the years, over the decades. And it's just like, why, why are they keeping it? you know stored what is the purpose do they have it stored forever did they just get it the, well, what's happening and uh fucking you know you never know you'll never know really i mean you could if you know the powers that be were a little bit more honest with us but um you know there's like other instances in china and shit where they uh have these black magic uh amulets that they make out of like um uh petrified fetuses baby fetuses something to do with like soul magic and shit like that yeah. people have been touching on this shit for years right yeah. they, in africa they kill albinos and wear body parts finger uh fucking uh bones and shit because they think it's magical the they think is, those beings are magical the real connection between <clears throat> a man and his son or a man and his daughter is so wonderful and beautiful that anything to betray the trust of that is nothing short of evil Absolutely. You know, should be killed. I'm sorry, buddy, but you should leave this plane of reality. You had your run. Mm -hmm. God bless you. Be with you in the next one, you know? Mm -hmm. And I, I'm not perfect, and I'm not free of sin. Mm -hmm. But like we say, man, you know, to do that, 
uh, it's a part of the human psyche that uh, that had been allowed to flourish. And dude, and speaking go- of this, it, it is you you touch on the fucking great point. It, it, the real shame of it is when it's actually done to uh, a child, and you got to think like. This Alex Dinley guy had a fucking, uh, has a kid, had a kid, who knows, okay? Um, I just, you know, got into some shit again with uh, Chrissy Teigen and just like um, posts she deleted, thousands of them, unfollow, uh, blocked fucking a million followers, all kinds of crazy shit. And, uh, you know, she did post weird pedo-related shit and made weird comments and shit, including cannibalism. And she's got two kids, third kid on the way, okay? And like fuck, that's yeah. You know, oh, Obama's <clears throat> implicated the flying in the hot dogs and shit. Um, Sixty-five thousand dollars worth, I think, something like that. And uh, fucking, uh, he's got two kids, right? And you're like, okay, you know, it's one thing to be like, okay, conspiracy dad. You know, this this is weird uh, commentary. Oprah, okay, look look at Oprah. Oprah is probably the most egregious case, right? Um, she fucking. I told you about and probably mentioned several times in this podcast, Best Boys with John of God for a time, a decade or two. Uh, They were like business partners and shit. She flew over there and did videos with him and stuff. Like, this guy's a great spiritual healer. She would go on her show and say, hey, if you're in a bad place, if you're a listener, watch her to my program and you need help, go to John of God in Brazil. His uh, sessions are free. and, uh, um, And fucking he's the best in the world. And later it comes out he had hundreds of sex slaves breeding, breeding them, yeah. selling the babies and shit like that. So it's like, okay, what's going on? Well, but okay, f- fuck that, fuck that. Let's move on to the next thing. Uh, okay, you know, best boys with Weinstein, all kinds of other weird, creepy connections, you know, that are should be a red flag and alarming. She has orphanages she runs in Africa, okay? And there's articles from like 2011 and shit of like big scandals in those orphanages of uh, unwanted pregnancies with like the kids. Okay, and just what's happening here? Oh, we don't know. It's like, what do you think? She's friends with a human trafficking slaver, satanic son of a bitch, and she's has similar operations. Could be she's running in third world countries. Put two and two together. Come on, are we really going to let like this injustice continue? Because it's so hard to imagine. Like, fuck off with that shit, man. We got to move on as a species. No, right. yeah, for sure. And I, I think it's like, it's like for me, I had to make certain hard decisions, you know, because there were some decisions I was making personal, personally in my, in my personal life that were wrong. Yeah. Look, kill and, the pedophiles area, but I want to stress the point you said, let's make sure there's no fucking pedophiles that have access to kids. But it made me, Easy it made me question though, the difference between power and living in accordance with what I would consider like some some natural law some uh some result uh some semblance of um human divine providence sure yeah divine see i'm drunk right now divine providence yeah something that has to do with your your own your own dignity like yeah 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 you know to where like you know something matters in terms of your conduct where you hold yourself to some standard i mean i would rather I would rather personally. I mean, I had my run with, but then again, I'm not going to stand on my high horse ever. You know, tomorrow's a new day. 
and at the end of the day, we'll see what I get done. But uh, I'm not one of I'm not, I'm not going to be one of these guys who stands on his high horse. I see myself as unfortunately a person who who tends to lean on my own principles. And I say unfortunately because sometimes I feel like it would be better if I didn't have any principles. I suppose trying to tell you it'd about be easier Owen to get, Benjamin. It'd be easier to get by, and it would just be like, yeah, you know, I would get a lot more done probably. Yes. And but but people romanticize that kind of thing, honestly, and I think they do themselves a disservice when they do that. Mm-hmm. Do you think you ro- romanticize that a little bit? Romanticize being a badass? Yeah. I think so. Wow. And I think I think I think you do yourself a. This disservice. is why I have a psychology degree. You want me to bust it out? I think you do yourself a disservice when you romanticize being a badass because it tends to be an objective. Keep talking. This is you're spilling wine. Or right there. Oh, okay. It's not that big. That's fine. It tends. I find when people yeah. talk about being a badass, it tends to be. So you'll see guys, and this is where guys get lost in time, for instance, right? So you'll wonder like. With me, why is that Dylan guy always so cool? Just when it was for the homies. You know, his style's always on point. Now, I don't want to get into all, all the my, dead homies. I don't want to get into all my secrets. I lived in Kensington Market for a couple of years. I, you know, I'm a real fucking hipster. This one's for Amy. But, uh, you know, that I, Rudy? I, I wanted to say that, um, yeah, well, this is why like people really- get kind of lost in time and get lost in cliches and get lost in certain things that become tacky. They'll listen to music from 10 years ago that has no relevance to the modern pulse, you know, where if they, if they listen to music from, from, you know, 20 years ago, it would kind of, it's like a cycle, but they're missing out on the timing of it. So what, what I'm getting at is this, that when you think about being a badass, okay, Don't think about it while you're on your smartphone. Think about it when you're in a dark room. Keep going. I think you're you're really getting to a breakthrough here. Think about it when you're when you're in a dark room by yourself about what that means to you, you know, because What does that say, buddy? Dmitry Gorienko, Bachelor of Science Honors, Specialization Psychology. Wow, I did not know that. Yes, sir. Four years of my life. But uh, see, this is this is why. But I'm such a great podcast. I would say to listen to me more because I have I have a degree and I am university educated. I would say think about it when when you when you're in a dark room. What it means to be a badass, not when you're with your friends. Not when you're trying to look cool with the jacket or get likes See, on Instagram. See, that's such a badass thing to say. And get likes on Instagram. Think about being a badass in the dark. You know who, who pretty much said that? Terrence McKenna. Take five dry grams uh, in silent darkness. Right? That's pretty much what you're saying. It forces you to think about being a badass in a weird way, in a roundabout way. So I'm not saying don't find, because we all have something in us that's mean. Mm-hmm. Most of us. I could elaborate on my meanness, but I wouldn't want to give it away to the enemies. They're going to find out the hard way, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But, uh, you know, 
I would say, yeah, elaborate on that with yourself with a pen and a pad, and, mm-hmm. and don't do it. Don't do it when you're so influenced by everybody. Because to me, I, I wear, I, I talk about jacket. People who didn't understand me, they went, Dylan is coming here. He's trying to be like the Fonz. He's got a jacket. He's trying to be a cool guy. Um, realistically, jacket or no jacket, I live by a philosophy that that jacket embodied, which was, which is deep. And I don't want to do get into that on this podcast because a lot of that is esoteric meaning. I wouldn't even tell you unless I knew you. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. I wouldn't even tell you my religion unless I knew you. This is some secret shit. It's some shit like, and you don't, I don't care if anybody learns. You, you told me some stuff, but I forgot I, about I it. I told Dimitri some yeah. shit, but yeah, like. Yeah, but I get high and shit. Yeah. But I, I, I just don't tell people. And the reason I don't tell people, it's not because it's a big secret. It's just because it's like, it took me so long to develop mm-hmm. that it's like, you know, I got to kind of know, I, you know. I like to show that people understand, though, that there is a there is a method behind the madness. Yeah. Uh, I could, you know what? Maybe I will. I'll, I'll share. I'll share a little. Well, bit. we don't have a lot of time left, so I I want to I want to ask you one question about okay, good. Um, Alex uh, Dinelli, because this is what the show is about, and I'm starting to get a little bit of drunk and high, and then I'll fucking game some Skyrim as I upload this shit. But uh, I I want to know after like everything you said, if you saw that guy. In real life, walking around with his fat face, half-shaven head, looking at his phone, type, tapping away to somebody. What would you do would you, if you saw that? So, and then, like whoever was with what, you, they're though, like, "Yo, that's Alex Dino." Do you know what though? Because I'm gonna let I'm gonna let the law handle it. And the reason I say yeah. that is because like he didn't fuck a kid. I don't know if he fucked a kid. Exactly. And that changes everything. Yeah, exactly. Right? Intent to fuck a kid. And that's why I just leave it at the core. I'm not one of these guys that's like, oh, you got caught. Dude, I was this. reading Roman caught. history Listen, today. Let's let, the, let's let the law figure this out. We'll see what he gets charged with, convicted with. Do I think yeah, it was exactly. wrong what he did? Absolutely. You need investigation. What I, what, if, if I saw him walking down the street, knowing me. Smack the phone out of knowing his Knowing me, yeah. Shove it into his mouth. I, honestly, I'd probably... I'd probably yeah, you get a left hook, probably followed by like a quick right hand to the maybe, gut, maybe an uppercut. Oh, okay. And then, and then if he was still standing right there, I give him like a bing, 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 like a one, two, three. A little bing bong action. And then he'd probably by that point be backpedaling and stuff and kind of reeling backwards. And then I would probably kick his legs. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And then oh, I would just man. hit him with a, and I would just hit him with like a couple extra. You know, you kicks. know his legs would just give give out. I'd hit him with a couple extra kicks. You'd kick then, right through and that. And I'd probably just bing, 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 like three or four more times. Some bit bop in and out. And then, yeah, and then and then when he was down, I would kind of just look at him and maybe just give him one more good, like, downward thrust elbow to do some permanent, like, facial damage. Mm-hmm. Like, something like that would just, like, you know, like, deform yeah, 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 him. You know yeah. what I mean? Just give him, like, one mark on just his... Just, like, l- line up his head and then just, like, smash his nose so he just, like... Just one deformity, you know? Yeah. And then, like, I do that, but no, actually, no, I probably, I don't know, just, I, I couldn't help myself probably from giving him at least a little, a little beating, you know, whether yeah. I deform him for life, I don't know, but I'd probably, I'd probably beat him up pretty good, give him a, give him a good, good. little good. tuning up, you See, know? this, this is a good way to end it, direct your native fire water energy that's coming out right now towards the proper target, a bunch of fucking creeps. Yeah, those world. guys, you know, I see those guys, and you give a guy like me fair game. Dude, just but here's the thing. Here's the thing. I learned so much about, dude, aha, 
Okay, I'll I'll leave it to till the end here because you know you guys stuck through with this, and uh, and I'll, and I'll fucking say it. Uh, I'll just say it. Fucking uh, Jam Easy was running a show, or is running a show, August twenty second, and the driver for it was supposed to be Alex Dinnelly, and he was in the fucking uh, uh, group chat there, and uh, fucking uh, the guy was trying to still justify himself. And uh, say shit like, oh, these guys are trying to extort my uh, family. And I actually knew that it was uh, a decoy. But um, uh, I, and I was trying to like expose them. But uh, I guess I just wasn't that clever or whatever the fuck he said. Something like that. And the guy's like, yeah, I don't know. I don't know if uh, I don't know if uh, like I'm still on the show or not. And Jamie's was like, uh, yeah, take a break from uh, comedy, bud. You have more important things. And I was just like. Dude, how is this guy so moronic? And you know why? You want to know why he thinks yeah. this way? But there's a lot of reasons. And I watch a lot of Catch a Predator and there's very similar tactics. But I'm not even going to get into that. This apparently was first taped in uh, three years ago. Okay? No one, just, no one made the connection. He was a stand-up comic. Until June of this year. Okay? Uh, which is super odd. Okay? With everything else coming out right now. And... Uh, they fucking, uh, uh, this guy was going to, imagine getting that film, g getting some fucking involved with the law where you have to take uh, counseling now, because he did, according to the, the article after that was filmed. And apparently he was telling friends, again, according to the article, that uh, uh, he doesn't know why, or he, uh, when they asked, like, well, why are you uh, taking counseling? Why do you have to take time uh, out of there for this? And it's like, oh, I don't want to get into it, right? So he's laying low. He's going to a mic. No one notices uh, a show, another mic for years. And nobody knows this is fucking going on yeah. in his background. Okay. So obviously now when it actually, the connection is made, he's like, Hey, I was getting away with it for three years. I could probably still do comedy. Right. And he's like, no, bud, no, buddy. So no, now you can't, you can't still it, do comedy. Buddy. Here, here's the deal, man. It's like, now that you're denying it to listen, pal, you die over shit like this. You better be careful. You come around comedy. I know if I see a buddy, you're catching one. Kevin Fox did it the right way. You're catching one. That black guy that was uh, outed for uh, trading child porn, he just disappeared. He just disappeared. No one ever heard of that guy ever again. He used to run a show out of uh, SoCap every Sunday. And then Chris Sadiq inherited that. That's so funny. <laughs> Chris Sadiq is famous because he's running a show that a pedophile started. And it had some weird fucking name to it too, some weird like childish name to it that, in retrospect, was uh, creepy. But yeah. Yeah, you know. Yeah, dude. You get into stuff like that, and to me, it's like, you know, listen, I have my freaks, but there's never, you know, I, I just, I, for for one, the the power of. The power that you have as an adult over a kid to influence them, to influence them in a mm -hmm. positive direction is so much. It's true. It's like you can't even quantify that. Dude, I have nephews. You have no idea. Dude, I have nephews. As a kid, I, I would play or, you know, teach to, to some degree to play uh, Pokemon with um, uh, my nephew. And even years later now, he's like trading Pokemon and into it and shit and Pokemon Go and everything because I got him into it. As a, as a fucking kid. Good. It's fucking, it's, it's wild. And, dude, 
he kind of loves me now. He kind of like looks up to me, and it's a really weird uh, thing to have at this stage of my life, just to have like some kid looking up to me. Yeah, it's cool, man. Kids think you're the most wicked, awesome thing in the world. Yeah. And you're like sitting there, and you're going. I'm the cool Pokemon uncle. Yeah. Well, you know. The, the amount of good you can do for a human being while they're learning like that to help them, to guide them is so profound. To betray the trust of a kid is the ultimate mm-hmm. against human, uh, it's transgression against natural law. Mm-hmm. Because you're interfering with somebody's natural ability to find themselves in the world sexually on their own. Mm-hmm. Which is such a crime against humanity that you should be killed. I don't have any sympathy for pedophiles. Mm-hmm. I don't feel anything for them. I don't feel anything. I just want to off them. It's just like that in my head. Because it's just... But, you know, I don't know why, man. I, it's just it's just one of those things, you know? It was funny in the group chat as well. Uh, when he finally got the picture that he's not, you know, driving anymore. He's not welcome. Uh, he's like, okay, I'll, I'll leave once I figure it out. And uh, uh, that guy said, yeah, you should have done that when uh, you, you figured out she was 13 years old. <laughs> you should have stopped messaging. Uh, They're just fucking roasting the guy. See, it's all comedy could be used for a good avenue, dude. When we're roasting someone like that. Let's see, that's low level. That's like fucking low hanging tr- uh, fruit. The guy looks like a creep. He did this creepy shit. But like, can we go after Oprah? In the same vein, so publicly and, and just like comedically and, you know, lightheartedly as we do with this guy. It's a little bit tough. People are like, huh, what? John of God, what are you talking about? I didn't even know one said this, right? And it's just like, okay, well, you're just uninformed. You're ignorant. And, uh, you know, one day we'll get to that place. I see things changing. But this is kind of this, this is kind of like, a step on the way. You know when I an feel. avocado it's in the fridge... I like this analogy. And it's just not good yet? Yes. I wait till it's good to eat it. Pick it when it's ripe. That's how I feel about pussy. Young pussy's not even good yet, dude. Mm-hmm. And uh, maybe I'm just like a normal guy, but if you like young pussy, it's like, you know, I'm a, I don't like you. Mm-hmm. But you know, I like pussy, and I've been—I'm been a man who don't eat a little overripe pussy, actually, to be honest. Yeah, you same. Know, I've gone a little older than was. I'm also a man that's known to know, do that. I've been known to—I've been known to do that. Yes. You know. I like—I've uh, been and, known to do this. You know what I mean? <laughs> going into those territories. Right. I believe it. But you know, there's some good things there, but it's not as good as like. Let's be honest. Too. I don't know. No, the whole age. I like. I just love women. You take a woman from all kinds of ages and shapes, and you know what I mean. Sizes, Whatever, smells. You know. Yeah. I thought I was gay for a few weeks. Tried some shit. Had some shit happen. Learn. Learned you're not gay. Who knows what's gonna happen? But no, for the most part, yeah, I'm pretty much it. I'm a. Just a fucking fag. <laughs> I'm just a big fag. Uh, yeah, for the most part, I'm just a fag. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Let's be honest. Uh, that's so funny. I'm just a fag who loves. All right. Pussy. Well, we're two two fags 
They're going to jerk off into each other's mouths, picturing pussy. Thank you so much for listening. Uh, uh, next episode, I'll actually have Alex Dinelion. All right.